Yeah, this is one time. I went to my pop, uh, my plug Pablo, whatever. Like he has some good shit usually for like thirty dollars. So I just finally pulled up to him, me and my friend. I'm like, we cop something off of him for twenty, which is unusual because his prices are usually thirty dollars or ten dollars more. We started smoking it. We smelled like some popcorn, like whatever. Cause they say when you when it's not weed, it smells like burnt popcorn. Then I just started feeling loopy or whatever. I couldn't find. I put my phone down one second. And trust me, I know when I'm high, and I know when something else is up. But yeah, you it was pretty, it was laced. Yeah, I knew it was laced. Damn. That was a senior at Purchase College, a pothead, huh? There's many more potheads than just him, too. But is this a good thing or a bad thing for a college student? Well, why do we go to college? To get a degree. To learn. To receive a qualification for jobs. However, there are underlying aspects of college that add to your lifestyle as a student. For instance, experimentation. You see where I'm going with this. This experimentation feeds into our curiosity and helps us understand ourselves more in depth. One of the most common ways to experiment with new things in your life at college is weed. So many people smoke weed. I can't blame them. It's fun and food tastes good, especially noodles. But we need to be wary of its side effects, especially for college students. In this documentary, in this documentary I will interview college students to deepen my understanding of weed's effect on campus. SUNY PURCHASE, tricked out with weed galore. If you know 15 people on this campus, you probably know 15 people that have smoked weed. These are only exaggerations, but the truth is, weed is ubiquitous at SUNY PURCHASE. Why? Well, the benefits are awfully intriguing. Students smoke weed because they claim it relaxes them, improves social life, improves creativity, and helps them cope with stress. But we should be wary of the negative effects of weed. The real questions we ask, we should ask at least, are how weed affects academic performance, their health, mentally and physically, and future prospects. A focus on criminal actions towards marijuana have dissipated while cannabis consumption amongst college students increased. In a 2019 survey by the National Institute on Drug Abuse, 22% of college students reported using it within the past month. In addition, 44% claimed using marijuana at least once in their lifetime. These numbers increased from previous years. So if it keeps increasing, is this good for us? We has become normalized, but is this a good thing? While there are many benefits to marijuana, it is necessary to note the negative repercussions of weed among college students, especially if this is becoming normalized. The next two upcoming guests are all purchased college students and have distinct weed habits from each other. The first speaker is a sophomore and rarely consumes weed. The second is a senior at Purchase College and, a, and is an occasional smoker. One time I took edibles um, and I got... Um, I greened out because I took too much and um, like I felt I had like an out of body experience like it was 
really terrifying. Like, I, like, kind of felt like I was looking at myself, but I wasn't in my body. It was kind of creepy. Um, and I, like, just had, like, a panic attack, and I freaked out, and I, you know, I really didn't like it. So was that at school? Yeah. Do you have any negative stories of being high? Um, I do. Mine was, my most significant one was with edibles as well. Yeah. And, yeah, I took edibles from the gas station with my friends, and then it, and then I went to bed right after, and I guess it didn't hit me, and then 24 hours, almost, like, a full day later, I was working, and for some reason, it, I just started to feel really high, Yeah. and then, like, it, it hit me so delayed that it was, like, when I was at work, I was the manager on duty, I was, like, tripping balls, I had to, like, count all the money and set all of the cash register draws. Do you notice the commonality with these bad experiences? I noticed that all the bad experiences my girl has had included edibles as a method of consumption. Weed, when processed through the liver, is 10 times more psychoactive than smoking it. Therefore, the effects are significantly stronger. However, the problem here was not a matter of dosage. It is more so a problem of arrogance and tolerance. We should be wary before smoking weed. Not loose about it. Even the ways these guests got their weed is sketchy. For instance, like at a gas station. However, the good experiences are here. For instance, First, let's like take a look at the social aspect of weed at SUNY Purchase. Since weed has become a staple at Purchase, many students socially use weed to bond with people, to explore new experiences. Socially, marijuana has created relationships and bonds among people that are of quality. Weed can dictate people's social life, especially when we're at college. My guest believes it is the reason why you make friends in many case scenarios. You have more quote-unquote friends, I guess. But like you, like the minute you stop smoking is the minute you probably stop chilling with them as consistently. That's true. So it kind of dictates your relationships? Yeah, definitely do. I mean, yeah, when you I stop agree. smoking, you realize who's really there from... The, you know, not the bud. I always say buddy, buddy makes but well, bud uh, makes buddies, yeah. The way weed can affect your friendships may enhance your relationships. This is important for students to have a strong connection and bond with one another. Therefore, I'll give weed a point on the pro recreational use for college students side. My other podcast guests have also noticed their friendships were positively affected. One believes weed can bring people together. I asked him whether he thinks the campus would be positively affected. Here's what he says. And no matter what, it would positively affect the campus. Why? It, because you just see more people getting together because you have lots of people that don't smoke or don't drink. And I think that if it becomes legal, you're gonna get more people that are gonna come together because now they're not afraid to be outside smoking and now they have, now they're not going to get caught. Yeah. So now everyone can stand outside as a group and smoke and not have any issue with the police instead of having four of your friends inside and only the two that smoke outside. Now you could have everybody outside and have no issue of being caught, you know? In terms of culture, there is a bit of a distinction between frequent pot smokers and non-pot smokers. In the podcast with marijuana users, I noticed they may not be socially equipped or there but they are definitely productive in certain areas of their life, especially in school. The students that use weed weren't as proficient in their studies and a bit 
less angsty. However, they were cooler, if you know what I mean. Like, the SUNY purchase culture of weed, for the most part, is you're not cool if you don't smoke weed. It may not even be said, but I am more than sure some will agree that there's a stigma of coolness behind weed. Perhaps it's the rebellious side of it. That's bad. Especially if that's what motivates people to do it. Because that's what peer pressure is. Adhering to vices so you can please others over your own decisions is peer pressure. In addition, weed has been celebrated and made a holiday. Many of us have heard of 420. It's like Halloween. But instead of costumes and trick-or-treat, it's rolling up and smoking out of bongs. Many students don't care if it's a Monday. They have a weird respect towards this day for weed. Therefore, they smoke it. Overall, while there are many nice things about weed, the culture of it is not as appropriate and efficient as it should be on our campus. If weed increased creativity, then Snoop Dogg would be a creative genius. I mean, he is a creative genius, but he'd be a superhero with the amount of weed he smokes. Is this true? Creativity? Increased? Jeremy surely believes so. One of my podcast guests. I agree with him too, though, to a certain extent. Obviously, when it comes to creativity, weed is not like push-ups, where the more you do, the, where the more you do, the stronger you get. The more weed you smoke, the more creative you get is false. But there have been some studies suggesting that weed may enhance certain aspects of creativity. We should keep in mind this benefit will not apply to everyone, and it is limited. Also, it has been noted that marijuana can even hinder people's creativity. There are other aspects of creativity than the ones weed enhances. For instance, weed has the potential to increase our convergent thinking while hindering our divergent thinking. There's only a likelihood that it could increase some parts of our creativity. I asked my guests whether weed increases their creativity. Here's what he says. It, it does, it does, it does, truthfully. I mean, think about it this way. Everything is different for everybody. So weed, for me, I love it. It's fun. It lets me do things differently and look at it in a different light. <coughs> weed, for some people, is bad. The level of weed's psychoactive effects also depend on the method of consumption used. There are certain methods of weed consumption that will offer a stronger high. The brief list of most popular forms of weed consumption at school, from most potent to least, goes edibles, bongs, bowls, and joints. Here I asked my guest what his preferred method of consumption is. He says, What is your preferred method of consumption of marijuana? Personally, I own a bong and I smoke a lot using that. However, I also do like smoking out of a joint. Smoking out of a joint is just, it, it's much more natural, but, you know, it, it, it's it, its just straight up and simple. Now, when I really want to get absolutely fried, what I do is I smoke out of a gravity bong. Oh my God, you get so fried. Like, it, it's crazy. It, it's also super efficient too. Like, you save so much weed doing it. That's why I like the bongs is because you just save a lot of weed. Like, I could use about i use about a gram per joint and that that gets me like pretty high but if i use that same gram in a bong that would probably last me two days maybe if i like just 
use half of that gram one day and half of the gram the next day. And now I just save one joint worth. That would be probably 15 minutes of smoking by myself. Now I save that shit for like two days. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, bomb is the way to go. Like, one, two, three, I probably have to say, in terms of getting fried, gravity bong, bong, joint. Well, gravity bong, bong, bowl, back in that order. But in terms of, like, what I prefer, it would be regular bong, joint. But uh, bowls and joints are really on the same level for me. So I guess bong, regular bong, top. Joint and bowl a second. Gravity bong third because it gets me fried. But it tastes awful for me, honestly. I, I, it's not, I'm not a fan, but I get fried. Weed clearly has positives and negatives. However, isn't that like anything in life? We can't have rainbows without rain. There must be a balance. Therefore, when it comes to weed, here are the top five ways students may be affected positively and negatively by weed. First, the top five ways weed can benefit students include improved social life, alcohol use reduction, stress reduction, creativity, improved mood, improved sleep, and pain relief. That's definitely more than five, but it's definitely true. To combat this, the top five ways college students are negatively affected by weed include being a gateway drug introducing yourself to other drugs making yourself addicted negative impact on academic performance increased risk of mental health problems and legal disciplinary consequences i asked my guests if they have encountered any of these positive or negative effects here's what they had to say just clears my head. It's like a how a forty year old soccer mom would drink a glass of wine to clear her head. Yeah. I feel like it's the equivalent. You got a whole bunch of problems. All your inhibitions really go away once you just start smoking. I consider this a good thing, because getting good sleep as a college student or really anybody is important. However, one of my guests said we negatively affected their sleep. We should keep in mind these effects are only when the person using is high on weed. But do any of these persist when we're sober? The long-term detrimental effects of weed include addiction, cognitive impairment, and even impairment in driving. You may ask, how does weed affect drivers when they're sober? But when you go to sleep high at night, the next day you feel cloudy and foggy. However, you likely have tasks and places to drive to. You are sober, but weed is in your system and your brain is recovering within those 15 hours of consuming a strong potency of pot. Therefore, as your brain focuses on recovering, it stays away from focusing on the primary task, driving. My guest gives his take on weed and driving. So, another question. Do you think it affects your driving? Or not your driving specifically, but just it can affect people's driving. Uh, oh, 100%. It, it 100% can affect your ability to drive. Like, I, I will say, I have driven high before. Not often. I don't do it. Of course. Like, I, if I'm in an emergency situation and I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I'm fried. But, like, my homie just, like, broke his leg or yeah. so-and-so needs to go to the hospital or something. Like, that. that's when it needs to be like, okay, let me snap out of it. Let me jump back into just, like, real-life mode for a sec. And I'm like, okay, how are you do this? How are you going to handle this? Because, like, yeah, when you're high, yeah, you look at things a little differently. You want to have more fun. But, like, 
when shit hits the fan, you need to just, real quick, you need to snap into that serious moment, you know? Like, God forbid, what if you're driving high and you get pulled over? You you need to just, real quick, you need to snap out of it yeah. because if you want to make it home, you need to just be like, you need to put your game face on. I've, this is not from personal experience. I've never been pulled over high. I've driven yeah. high and never been pulled over high. That's, yeah. that's my scariest thing is, God forbid, the one time I do it is the time that I'm going to get pulled over, which yeah. is, is scary because police will pull you over for literally anything. Like, my, my license plate could be half an angle off or half a degree off, and they'll give me a ticket. You know, like, it, it's stupid shit. So do you think car crashes may increase due to legalization of weed on campus? It depends on how smart the person smoking is. Because there's also a lot of people on campus that don't have cars. If you think about the sure. amount of students and then the amount of parking spots on campus, yeah. the amount of parking spots is probably like an eighth of the amount of students on campus. Like, yeah, we have no like... No pun intended. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No pun intended. Also, think about community students also. There's lots of community students. Like, yeah. I, I went to the... So, if there are community students, then they're probably driving here. Yeah, 100%. That's yeah, yeah. literally what that is. So they're driving here and back, and while they're here, they might go hang out with their friends and smoke, or they yeah. might go to said dispensary on campus and go buy weed and smoke it on the way back home, or when they get back home, you know? Yeah, so yeah. it's not like, yes, they're going to smoke on campus. Like, we know for a fact they're going to go buy weed and smoke it right then and there. No, they could buy weed and smoke it in three weeks. You don't know. You don't know what they're doing. Right. And it's not... Weed is also not alcohol. Like when you're drunk behind the wheel, that's a totally different game. Yeah, like it's I've I, I've been not behind the wheel drunk, but like I've been in the car as a passenger, super drunk before, and like I would I one time I sat in the middle seat. It was uh, the back middle seat, so I could clearly see through the, the like the the front windshield. Of course, I had my seatbelt on, and I was driving with someone who's safe, so like I I know I was chilling, but like. I'm just sitting there, I'm looking out the window, and I'm seeing everything, and I'm seeing the car, and I feel the car, and I'm like, yo, if I was behind the wheel right now, this this would not be happening. We would probably be crashed right now. Do you think it affects cognitive ability, for instance, like memory? 100%. I mean, I, I smoke weed, and yeah, it, it definitely affects my memory. Not crazy, but like I definitely forget some things easier now than I used to before I would smoke, yeah. but like... I, I keep my mind fresh. I keep my body fresh. I still stay active. Yeah, I'm a lazy bastard. But, like, I, I still stay active. I still keep my mind going, my body going. So, like, as long as I'm still working on myself and I don't let weed take my life over, I, I control the weed. I don't let it control me. Then I'm, I'm straight. It's all I need. It's all I need in life. Me, my weed, my mom. Well, family, of course. Family's the best. But It can surely affect people's... Uh kind of ability but isn't that the reason why they go to college is so they can get smarter not dumber well the, yeah that's that's one of the well yeah that's one of the reasons another big reason people go to college is because they make money that yeah. that's exactly that and jobs yeah is yeah. because th they th now this is this is true because it happens to most people not everyone but most is they go to college so they can become qualified for the job that they want yeah. And that's the big reason why people go to college. Not to make money, not to do all that, because truthfully, they don't make money in college. They put you in debt. So how do you become qualified? By going to all the yeah. classes. So basically, you have step one, find something you're interested in. Step two, once you're in college and you have your major and all that stuff, you're going to take all those classes and you're going to go through everything and learn everything that you need to. 
And step three, when you graduate, you get a piece of paper with your name on it that says that you're qualified to do all this stuff. And you go sign up or you go interview for these other companies. And that's step five or four, whatever we're on. See, memory loss. That's the one I'm talking about. I forget whether I'm on step five or four. The next topic of weed I want to tackle is how it can be a gateway drug. Since weed has become so popular, the fear of it becoming a gateway drug is real. Like, very real. Especially due to the exposure to drugs, social influence, behavioral factors, and accessibility. These reasons amplify our curiosity to experiment with something stronger and potent. Some people also consider weed a healthy alternative drug, especially for alcohol and painkillers. Weed can certainly be substituted, but that is more so caused from accessibility of cannabis or specific situations. When I say accessibility, since many students don't have cars on campus and the closest liquor store is a few miles away, alcohol is not very accessible of a drug. Not very accessible compared to texting that guy on the baseball team that lives a few doors down to give you an eighth for $20. My guest gives his take on weed compare, on how weed compares to other substances. Yeah. Alcohol and weed, two different things. Yeah, they both get you, like, not sober, of course. But, like, I'm not going to go wanting to go fight people after I smoke the joint or after, like, I'm super high. Like, I don't want to go fight people. I want to sit on my couch with some popcorn and watch a movie. Yeah, you know? Like, that sounds movies. great. Like, if you have two people that really don't like each other, yeah. put them in a the room with some alcohol, get them drunk, they're going to want to beat each other up. You put them in the room with like a bong and some weed and let them smoke and figure out their problems, they're gonna, it's going to bring them together. Do you consider alcohol a, a weed a substitute for alcohol? I don't know if I would call it a substitute, but it, it, it's definitely it's definitely, uh, definitely a substance. That's the word. So if weed is legalized on campus, then do you think people would be drinking less because alcohol because weed is so accessible through a dispensary? It depends on where the dispensary is. Because, yeah, we could be legal on campus. But is there a dispensary close by that yeah. we can travel yeah, to? Yeah, like on-campus dispensary. Like oh, an, an on-campus like dispensary. Like, remember when I had a bar? Okay. Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. I, my, my teachers and all their friends would go to that bar all the time. It's where Teravay is. Or where Teravay was. Right, so imagine but that The market, place. excuse me. <laughs> Stupid ass place. It should look fancy, to be honest. I've never been in there. It does, really? But, yeah, it looks real fancy. But I miss, I miss the bodega vibes. Like, I wanted to work in the Moore store. Fresh, yeah, freshman year, my, my whole thing was, like, I lived in Fort. So I'm like, all right, I want to work in the Moore store, and I want to blast Spanish music, put up a Puerto Rican flag, and get a cat. Turn that shit into a bodega, bro. You want to see how fun that would be? Yes. Oh, my uh, God. All right, let's get back to the topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe sell some drugs? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no. But, yeah, so, yeah, no, weed is definitely a substance, 100%. Now I also find the intentions behind why people smoke to be interesting. More common reasons to smoke weed include coping, attempting to fit in, to rebel, and to seek attention or novelty. These fuel our need for the green. When they say having fun, what I think is meant by this is that they enjoy the thoughts that they link together when they're high. In addition, the relaxation and stress relief paired with the enhanced senses is an interesting and unique activity to spend with a buddy. In return, weed is a widespread soft drug that can make relationships. However, the drug certainly has the capacity to wreck relationships 
This is out of the smoker's control for the most part. But if weed has a capacity to start a fight, perhaps it would be a blessing in disguise. At least a constructive fight. Something that's verbal. Arguing about marijuana use to someone older, if constructive enough, can increase their current understanding about weed for both parties. However, if your parents are so stubborn that weed can break a relationship with them, then why do it for recreational purposes? Next, I asked my guest how he would feel if weed was legal on campus. My guest said, What if weed was legal on campus? If it was legal on campus? It'd be good. It'd probably, uh, probably be a whole bunch of people not doing shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so true. I mean, you think like, students don't do anything now? Shit. If weed was legal? I'm pretty sure the professors wouldn't even care. <laughs> I agree. Straight and clear. If weed was legal on campus, the amount of people that also consume weed would increase. And it seems weed isn't a drug that increases productivity. I asked my guest what it would be like if he wasn't a pothead. He says, How, how different do you think you would be if you weren't a pothead? I'd probably just be more focused, like more into shit. Like more into my writing, more into like, I guess, reading. Just more grounded in general. I feel like I'll be more agitated though, cause I, like I said before, I, I am emotional. But I mean, weed just takes all that away, so you're just chilling most of the time. So it's more of a benefit to you, weed. I mean, as I got older, I realized how much it was kind of hurting me—not hurting me, but like li limiting me. Yeah, you only go so high, right? Those activities don't sound like a detrimental thing to add to your routine. However, weed can stunt that growth, even verbal IQ. Since weed decreases verbal IQ, you may not perform at your best either at your occupation or school. Weed stunts our potential, therefore giving some students worse grades than they could have gotten. In addition, weed just takes time. For pot smokers, if you smoke joints, you have to take time grinding the weed, then filling the joint, then rolling the joint. This process can take well over 20 minutes, but say you do that three times in one day, you take up an hour of your day of just smoking weed. Hours are precious when it comes to productivity and to perform well. You need to fill your hours with the most important things in your life. This weed hour can be substituted with schoolwork or occupational work, so why is it popular? Even though there are these side effects, while well, many people consider this vice to be something you do at night when all your work is done. It is a reward. I consider the health, this healthy because it can be another incentive to be more productive. The legality is another topic of discussion I want to dive into because weed is not legal at SUNY Purchase. However, everyone does it. So if many students are breaking this rule, then does everyone get penalized? It's a tricky situation when it comes to legalities because why make something legal if it's not going to be enforced upon? at least strongly. I asked my guests if they have ever been in trouble by the law when using weed. Here's what they have to say. Have Have you ever had any legal issues? You don't go into detail. Legal issues? But like, everything went down. No, I've been pretty, been pretty safe. I mean, when it was illegal, me and my friends would like smoke in the project staircase and then yeah. cop, like you hear the walk in, the cops would just open the door and you just run away. But I mean like- They didn't do anything? 
I mean, they didn't catch us. <laughs> if they did, do you think they would have done anything? Probably just a ticket. That's not too bad. Yeah, but nowadays, that shit's pretty legal. If a cop, like, found us here smoking, what would they do? Like UPD? I guess. Like, what if they, like, pulled up at night, and then they just saw... Like, I mean, uh, as long as they don't see the shit is lit, there's really nothing you can do. Next, I asked my guest if he knows of any way the police got involved with marijuana detainment on campus. He gives his partial view on law enforcement and weed. All over the place? If, beca if it becomes legal on campus, yeah, but this is an art school and lots of people smoke. But everyone is smoking already. It'll probably just be safer. Well, that, that that's another thing, is it's going to be safer. Instead of people having to worry about, like, the police spying in them or, like, smoking in some place that they're not, like, comfortable in. But, like, it, overall, overall, it's safer, especially for minorities. It's... It's just general, yeah, because wait, you for my, wait, why for minorities? Though? Because the police love minorities, so uh, if like that. that, so if that has, if legalizing it creates less conversation yeah. between minorities and police, to me that's safer. You think so? Shouldn't I that be so. a police situation where police are more like they're kind of. Like, they should get used to minorities, and they should understand... Well, a hundred percent, but that's not the way minorities see it. This is true. For instance, African Americans are two times more likely to get into trouble for violating weed laws than a white person. But on campus, are legalities really a factor? All of these guests have not had any trouble with law enforcement officials. And they have had significant experiences with weed in settings where it's illegal. Alright, weed surely is tricky. Is it negative for us or is it positive for the SUNY Purchase college students? My best answer to this, it depends. That sucks, but that's true. I believe experimenting is good, but experiment with caution. If you get sucked up into the addiction of smoking weed without caution, then you quite possibly have made a terrible lifestyle vice for yourself. Even Jordan, who's a pothead and who is one of my guess would give this advice to a new pothead what advice would you give a fresh pothead a fresh pothead yeah don't smoke weed <laughs> <laughs> actually i'd probably give like some advice so experiment because you might reap some incredible benefits and make great connections however be careful these choices to do or not do can dictate many aspects of your future. If you do consume weed, I suggest you microdose, just so you won't puke in the middle of a street or do terribly on a, an exam.